It would have been like a throwback. It would have been brilliant. Uh, excellent. Thank you very much for that. We're going to move on now to Carlton following the weekend's result. Just one week to go for the Blues. We'll do a, a bit of a recap of what happened last week and then a bit of a recap of the year in general. We've got a couple of topics to cover <coughs> off and a couple of um, nominees for each of those topics. Uh, first things first, look, what I loved out of the weekend was just the metal of the group. We get more out of a group with less weapons being – I don't want to be dismissive – but a weaker team than we had at the start of the year, and we're getting more out of them. And for me, we're just playing balanced team-first football in which everyone's contributing. And I think that at the heart of that is, Teague spoke about it two or three weeks ago, the language around it, I spoke about it on pod a couple of weeks ago, we're no longer hoping to perform, we're no longer, oh, look, we're going to give it a really good crack. The expectation is... We're in it. You're in it. If you're picked, we demand you do your job. Yep. No excuses Everyone plays their role. Was it? Ever was it? Uh, you've seen Starship Troopers, Fab? No. Uh, Michael Ironside, Ryshak, said, "I've only got uh, was it one rule or two rules?" Didn't, I've never seen it. it. Everybody fights, no one quits. Like it. You see, you go. We don't. No excuses. You get out there, you do your role. But that's how it should be at every club. Sorry, it's just that's. Just, that's but we didn't have that for sport. so long, did we? No. And you kind of start to accept it. That's spot on. You seem happy with a good effort. Yeah. Got a question for you, Timbo. Oh, shit. Okay, let's go. You mentioned a couple of weeks ago Andrew Russell um, was going to be a really key figure and obviously is at the moment, but moving forward. Um, and, and something that you put on our desk, which I really, really liked, was this idea that he was preparing us for like a quasi-final series. Yep. But the last month was where we're prepping as if we're playing September. A bit of a dress rehearsal for how would we prepare. How big is as his role in the second half of the season being in our good form? Well, it, it can't be... Um, it can't just be sheer luck that we've ended up finishing the season as full of running as we have. I, I think across the board with, as you sort of said, a, a few men down, the group as a whole has seemed to be really competing from a running and physicality perspective um, better than we've probably seen in the last three or four years. You know, we, we played our final game of the year last year against Adelaide and got beaten by 17 goals. You know, we'd, we'd, we'd given up physically, we were cooked. We're sp- we've, we've said it a couple of times, we're, we're seriously sprinting to the line. And it, we want and, another month. Oh, wouldn't it be great? Like, Teague said as much, didn't he? We yeah. want another six weeks. Oh, it's just you could keep on. I think they even interviewed Harry Mackay on the ground and yeah. he said the same sort of thing. You know, we, we'd love to keep on playing. And how different so, is that? Like, not just from last year, but years gone by in general. Oh, a young team has battled to get through to the season. I mean, you know, watching Sam Walsh and, you know, every game's a little bit different. He sort of looks maybe the last two weeks, he's he's sort of maybe just tipped over the edge a little bit, but he's still getting possessions in the teens and flirting with 20, but not quite, which would be perfectly fine if you were Sydney Stack. But (laughs) when you're Sam Walsh, it probably comes into question. Um, Whack. but, But obviously... The the key, you know, the the exhibit A when it comes to the influence that Andrew Russell has had is the renaissance of Mitch McGovern and, and the athlete that has been presented for the last fortnight and the difference in the way that he's been able to go about his football and the effort and the impact that he's had. You just sit there and you're going, I can't get enough of you. He and Harry, I think we saw on the weekend for the first time in, in a long time, we, we've all hoped that that, that trio is going to click. And for the first time, it sounds funny to say this without Charlie out there, but for the first time in a long time, I was more confident than hopeful that that three is absolutely going to work. That's going to be unbelievable. And you sit there and go, Harry up the ground. Fab is a bit of a, you're not quite on the same page with me as this. 
I like Harry up the ground and Charlie deeper because I reckon Charlie worries with his size. And he's, he's probably more creative mm. than what Harry Mackay is. Creativity from a one-on-one perspective. Um, more stand and deliver sort of yeah. wrestle with you. And, and Harry, the one thing I love about Harry, and, and he's still so very, very raw and cultish, is his his need and want and preparedness to be able to move the ball fast and attack and go the long kick on a 45 to open up the corridor and open up the game. Um, he'll make mistakes doing that, but... Yeah, and the shame is at times the way that Harry McKay wants to attack, you want Harry McKay marking in on the end of it, as, end of it. as well. So wouldn't it be a good thing if you had both players? Would you really recruit the brother? No, I'm saying like, but Charlie and Harry. But you don't. We've got, rec- but we've got them both, mate. You don't recruit tall. Who's to say, Charlie? You go deep, Harry. Move up the ground. You don't recruit talls, though, Fabian. No, no, no. I don't recruit bean poles. All right. I don't recruit kids. Who are built like Ace Cordy, who then go on to be Ace Cordy, <laughs> right? So, I don't, you're not, so you're putting a line through Zane Cordy? Not everyone. Zane Cordy's a Premiership player. He fucking is. It's mortifying. <laughs> Has um, been king. No, no, but not every tall, skinny boy is going to be able to put on muscle. Agreed. Agreed. We're going to go quickly through a couple of names for you, just a really quick summation of how you went on the weekend. These were some standouts for me. Feel free to add some if I miss any. Levi. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. He's the best mark in the game. He's the most He's versatile big man in the in, in the game, potentially. Extraordinary. Go back three, four years ago, and people were saying that. His hands are the best in the game. He's consistently the best one-grab mark. When he's got his timing on and he gets there, he doesn't drop it. He's just going to get there. And he, When his confidence wanes, his timing is off. When his timing's on... See you later. He's a, he's a tremendous athlete for a big guy, yeah, and, and that's a, a lot of people have failed to recognise that over the journey. Carlton supporters see it because we see it every week, but opposition supporters they'll just go, "Oh, we can't kick." His kids and, come, and, and he gets dismissed. His kids come a long way from the kid handcuffed to the boat. Correct to Juddy. And and just just quickly, um, the articles in the newspapers this week yes. were saying that he has a clause in his contract that if he played a certain number it was of games, thirty over two years, that he he triggers it and he gets an additional year. And by all reports and understanding, without having it clarified yet, it sounds like he's triggered the clause and he will be contracted next year. Speaking of triggering a clause, just a shout out. We had uh, one of our loyal correspondents get in touch. Uh, and did some digging on the back end and confirmed that uh, Caleb Marchbank is in fact signed for next year. There'd been some misreporting of that from early in the year, throughout the middle of the year, that he was one of the out-of-contract blues. He's actually got one year to go. And is so Matt we're Kennedy, waiting for a signature that's not required. Is yes. Matt Kennedy in the same... I think Kennedy was in the I, same... I think he might be too... Jesus, Jesus. I'm just blowing my nose, man. Um, just, next cab off, the, next cab off the rank, uh, another who impressed me, um, provided some really super moments, uh, very heartening, Paddy Dow. Looked unshackled, didn't he? Did that lovely sidestep in yeah, the third. Clean hands for what led to Harry's goal. Yep. Um, yeah, just did some really sharp stuff that you thought. This, this just needs a bit of time. Yep. He's not. He's a, he's quite raw, but I thought on the weekend was a really positive step. Yep. No, can't disagree. And to get the reward, the goal reward in the last quarter. Big moment. Yeah. Had to kick it yep. and and drilled it. And you could see it was actually quite a um, subdued sort of. Like response when he kicked it, it was almost looked a little bit like, oh fuck, wow, thanks, awesome, I've kicked it. The one thing I always thought about Paddy Dow is he carried himself with a confidence when he came to Carlton and it, and he could take the game on and it was sort of like, this is what I do. Don't worry, guys, this is what I do. And this season where he's had a series of moments where the skills haven't been up to scratch, um, 
you could tell that it weighed on him. And whether that's a social media thing, whether that's just the intensity that he placed upon himself, whether that's the way that the coaches were you know, um, interacting with him, whatever it happened to be, he looked like a burdened footballer. And, and obviously, since Teague's come on board for the wider team, we've been unburdened, unshackled. I think it's taken him longer to get that to that same point. Yeah, and he was earlier in the season, he was obviously playing a more prominent role near the ball. Correct. And then he was removed from that and obviously just struggled to, to get that touch because he just well, he was touching the ball half as often because yep. he wasn't near it. But no, look, very good signs. The other Finishes m- his game off at Geelong where he would have played a fair bit of footy having yes. been at Geelong felt. No, he was a Bendigo Pioneers kid, but playing footy at Geelong College. Yeah, he was Geelong yeah, Buddies. Geelong College, Geelong Grammar, one or the other. From that area. Yeah. Uh, the other one, for me, one of the best on the ground, if not the best on the ground alongside Levi, was Big Cruz. Took, took a while. T- to... Took on the young buck, um, and as the game I wore on, him. as the game wore on, like he could, he just wore Rowan Marshall to the ground. And, and, and Marshall phenomenal. might have been carrying an injury in fuck fairness, him, but fuck him. Oh, he fronts up. He fronts up, how he steps many, on the field. How many times has Cruz rocked out there, oh, underdone, not at 100%, and battled his guts out? Yeah, no, held together by Elastoplast. He is genuinely yep. held together by fucking sticky and, tape. And the the smother at the very end of the game. Huge. I mean, the game was done, but it's just, but you know it just spoke volumes, but didn't you know, it? You know what that moment did? You look at it and go, in hindsight, it's very easy to go, yeah, yeah the game's over. But as, the a, attitude. as a moment, the attitude, but as a moment, it was like, you're Just never the, the get exclamation us. point. Yeah, you're never going to get us. So they go, no, no, that's it. You're done. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the level that and, we're playing at. And you at said today. it was a performance of metal. And, yeah. And and again, that's that's probably the game in a nutshell, isn't it? Totally. Play to the last minute. Another man who continues to impress Fab. You're not going to like me saying this. Jacob Wiedering goes out of the team. Marchbank's not there. Liam Jones isn't there. Your man, Lockie Plowman. Oh look. <laughs> Squeak up. <laughs> Just in the mic, Fab. Yeah, Tim, Tim, what do, you, what do you want me to say? I want you to give the guy credit. No, he's... He's, he's had a fantastic second half of the year. Second half of the year, yeah. He's I'm, had a solid year in general, but yeah. when we've been down on manpower, he has stood up to the plate. He's played undersized. He, he doesn't have the ability to hide. He has to play. And when oh, he I plays, guess what? He can. He can, yeah. I agree totally. I've got uh, another one too. He's, he's enjoying a new role. Samo, I thought Samo was sharp again yep. on the weekend. We've, we've found a slightly different role than the one we maybe thought he would be playing, um, particularly when the year started. But Do you have any starts there next year? Um, look, it's depends one of those, if we've got all the cattle back. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing. I think it depends on what Doherty's doing, what Williamson's doing, You know, what if they bring in Ellis or if they bring in Jack Martin, whatever. I think it depends on what comes in the door, what's available. But look, he's, If everyone's back to what they are like, at, their, at their peak... Doc was as good as Doc was across half back, all Australian half back. Doc on the wing. Was, oh, I want to see Fish and even, O'Brien even on the wing. Yeah, I know, but I looked it up again today. Fisher's only had something like sixteen bounces for the year. We yeah. need him having more bounces than that, and that's not a knock on him because he he's to watch tapes. He's clearly been told to play a particular way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, we can't talk about last week's game without giving a very, very special shout out to the retiring Dale Thomas. Absolutely brilliant. He did the balks a couple of times. That mark he took in the last quarter was absolutely enormous. He just enormous. put his body on the line. Um, look, he, if, if anyone, you know, look, he, was, he was obviously high on emotion, high on adrenaline and playing to prove a point, but um, he proved a hell of a point. He's not done. If someone wants him, he's got footy in the tank. Um, but if he ends up going out 
like this, he's going out on a massive high. All power to him, absolutely. And look, he, he was a really important contributor, not just across the season. Tim mentioned that we're, we're really playing him out of position. And that's something that frustrates me about the conversation with Daisy. If he was to stay on, we don't have to play him at half back. No, you can play him half forward. So for him to have sacrificed his own natural game over the last two and a bit years. And that's what good footballers can do. Spot on. And to have you know not looked out of place and contributed. He's had a, a sensational finish to his time at Carlton following a really tricky start. Can we rookie him? We should think about it. Depending some, on Some chance, yeah. De- depending on how just, the trade just, works out. Just rookie him. I mean, the only thing during the week that the I could... The worst thing that can happen, Tim, is the Northern Blues have got a very, very good footballer. Well, and my only thought during the week was the incident earlier in the year where he poured the beer on oh, Robbie like Warnock. Who cares? And like, I'm just wondering, not so much was there more to it, but did that incident mean that a lot of the power brokers at the club said... We will not be recontracting you, and and is it is it more related to that? Because depends how I, pious they are. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I've always thought the influence that he's had on our young players and galvanising the group, and 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 being part of what gets the group up, and and we lost so much of that when Eddie Betts left. Like off field, the impact that he has within that group, I think, is so important. And then even in games, you know, he kicked the goal against the Western Bulldogs and turned to the crowd and got everybody up and going. The goal that he kicked against Frio that 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 gave us the genuine belief that we're still in this contest. There's things like that. And you just sit there and going, I think if, if it wasn't more, for him, more, who provides yeah. that? And 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 more I, than 40. as you say, That's if he fuck. ends up being a mature age rookie that we're able to bring in, you pay him what you need to pay him, but you're not breaking the bank. You keep him involved. You keep his legacy going. I think we're a better team. Is there no longer a veterans list? No. I don't no, think so. No. There hasn't been for a while. But look, in, in excellent look, at least if this is the end of his time, which, you know, although it looks like it absolutely is, uh, names on the locker, which is great recognition um, for his time with the club. Uh, we're going to move on now to a little feature where we're going to pick some topics from the, the year in Carlton football and, and pick our, our sort of standout moments and men uh, from those topics. Lead us off, Fabian, with your star man. Well, my star man of 2019 for 2019 hasn't played as many games as others that will I'm sure will be mentioned by you two fellas. But I'm going with Liam Jones. Mm-hmm. That's a good call. I in the like games it. that he has played, he's a fullback. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> in the games that he has played, he's probably all Australian fullback. I'm, I said he his... just hasn't played. He hasn't had the body of work, given the concussion and the and the karate yes, chop to the, the throat. Man, yeah. <laughs> the alleged. Karate job. Mm. He may have done it on the fence for a winner. So. I agree. For his best games for us this year, he had a couple of rough games, but his best games for us this year have been some of the best fullback performances of the year. Yep. And, and the reality is, whoever is the all-Australian the, the all Australian fullback, they'll have had two or three games that weren't stellar. Totally. So if you compare that, it relies on every other game that he would have played, he would have been as good as he'd been. And, and, and it's a dangerous assumption, Tim. This is true. But the probability says that he may have had two or three more. But look, at the end of the day, he's our boy. He's going to Love come him. back. He's well, going he's to be my better. star man. He's your star man. Who's your man. star man, Timbo? Look, I wrote two. They're obvious. They'll probably finish first and second in our best and fairest. If I have to adopt one, I'll say Patrick Cripps. Yeah. And and obviously, we, we've said it before, the way that he came out in AFLX and and presented himself, he, he really announced to the world, to the football world, I think I'm the best player in the comp. And he played. He played with a genuine. I liked it when those guys were trying to take him down on the goal line. <laughs> <laughs> he ra- was ragdolling him and all that sort of stuff. Um, but look, he's he's actually had a season where 
he's had to do too much work and shoulder too much and didn't get enough support. But then when the rest of the side came good, he wasn't didn't need to be mm-hmm. as dominant as he has been in other games. He's had his uh, colours lowered a couple of times um, to taggers. I think physically he hasn't been right for a lot of the season. And obviously, you know, he came out of his hospital bed with a an ear infection that in any other season he probably wouldn't have fronted up, but he said, no, no, this is this is too important and we've got unfinished business and like we, we, we like want it. to make a statement. And, and his ability as captain on every facet of the game is, to me, is just exceptional. Well, the proof will be in the pudding. He may actually be the All-Australian captain. We'll wait and see on that. Oh, to me, it's, it, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? I, no. My star man is a left-field one. I've done this before and I'm proud to say I've done it again. To the Carlton Rushmore, I presented you Frank Worrell. Is that his name? Jack Worrell. Frank Worrell's the, Frank Worrell's um, the, cricketer. the West Indies yeah. cricketer. Jack Worrell. That would have been an outstanding left field appointment to the Carlton Rushmore, Frank Worrell. Jack Worrell, our first coach, the first coach in VFL, AFL history. And I've done it again. Carlton's star man in 2019. It's only one man. It's Kane Little. Kane Little. Has been I like our star man. Left field. I like it. He is, what he has done, commercially the club has never been in a better position Record membership, and that will grow next year. Sponsors locked away. Hasn't put a foot wrong. Hasn't put a foot wrong. Made the call on the coach, and the difficult call on the coach. You approached him, you said you had. You said no, you would. I haven't. I haven't. Made, made the call on the coach when it needed to be made. Made the correct call. Um, has then led the this I think he would have been a massive driving force behind resisting the temptation to go after Ross or to go after whoever, you know, to, to stick with Teague. Um, so is that why you called it the star man as opposed to the best player? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Oh, no, no, like that's, not, that's, that's not no, true. No. I thought about it afterwards and I thought this is a guy who in a really tricky year for us um, and, and when, the, when the club was on the rack, he, he has led from the front and, as Fab said, hasn't put a foot wrong and has made... Look, I think your involvement in this forum is so unique being a former employer, employee true. of the club. It's very true. You, you undertake a, a wider view than what Fabian <laughs> and I will be being the supporter in the grandstand and I think it's important to be able to recognise those sorts of things because too often we think the club is the 22 kids that run out in the yeah. field and it's so not. Yep. Hey, look, he's had a fantastic year and as, and as I said has put us on in a position um, to be really competitive on the field and to be really aggressive off the field and, and if we can make some moves um, come this November he'll be a huge part of that. The work that he and, and his team have done will be massive. Um, favourite moment of the year Fabian? My favourite moment of the year it's not the Murphy goal per se, but it's the build-up to the Murphy goal. Mm-hmm. It's the the take out of the middle. It's the. Is it Ed? It's I can't remember who delivered it inside fifty. Could be Ed. Yeah. It's Casbol refusing to be tackled and giving the biggest fuck off to everybody that was around him. Fisher's tap. Yep. And then Murph's the whole thing that was. Moment of the year for me. Phenomenal. My moment, of the, I, I couldn't split them. I, I just got to say, mine was the same. Oh, I had Le, Levi Casbolt versus Fremantle was was my moment of <laughs> the Levi year. Levi Casbolt versus the Fremantle defence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favourite, I couldn't split them in the end. I loved last week, uh, I got a bit of a lump in the throat when Daisy said see you to the crowd. Um, it was near us, so near that sort of half-forward flank area near the benches. And it was a really organic moment where he came over <laughs> and the crowd... Just acknowledged him. And good supporters do that Yeah, too, and it was they? just really, I think, not that he was taken aback, but I think he was really appreciative of, oh, wow, you know, that's if it's goodbye, you know, thanks. Yeah. And from both sides. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sally Field moment. It was a little bit. You like me. Yeah. You really. <laughs> who would have thought we'd be here after fans were 
threatening to burn memberships when he signed. Um, Given that Fabian had mentioned Levi Casbolt, the only other one that I did write down was um, I really did enjoy Mitch McGovern's hanger over Jake Carlisle. And given that it was Jake Carlisle and it was the same spot on the ground and the fact that Mitch McGovern had come back from the work that he needed to Mm. do. And we said from the very beginning of the year, this bloke's going to take mark of the year one day. You made me remember... I loved Mitch McGovern's tackle on Zach Butters. Yes. Against Port Adelaide. Yep. When Zach's tried to sell him the candy and Mitch has just run over him like a truck. <laughs> that was round two. That was round two. That yeah. was brilliant. But the other one that I couldn't split, um, and this was almost my goal of the year. Fabian and I spoke about it earlier, uh, when Walsh gold on the siren against the Bulldogs. Yep. To bring points. up the ton. 100 points. Yep. We'd won our first game for the year. I was moving the car at my uncle's Easter. Easter Sunday? I was at my auntie and uncle's and I had to move the car. And then I turned on the. Oh, like, Get, you start the up. car. You teared then, up. No, no, no. That's, no that that's, the other that, one. Don't, don't ruin it. Oh. It's coming later. <laughs> and I turned the car, and like, the crowd was going nuts. And I'm thinking, why are they going? It hadn't hit me that yeah. it was the, the whole 100. Everyone point. got the significance of it. They yeah. thought, not only have we won, pressure's off. We've kicked the 100, so you can I stop celebrated talking about the, it. The kids are jet. Yeah. <laughs> I celebrated that in the Pratt stand against Essendon. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's true. In pre-season. Uh, favorite goal of the year? For me, it's pretty simple. Murph against Murph, Frio. Frio. No, I'd, I'd... I've got some... I'll give you my runners-ups. Uh, yeah, well, okay. oh, who's your winner first? Do you want to see if I've got it in my honourable yeah, mentions? Let, I'll let you go. I Mur- mean, yeah. Murph against Frio is just the sheer emotion of the moment. I haven't moment. necessarily got in order, but that was two okay. on my list. My honourable mentions in no order. Uh, David Cunningham against Hawthorne. Bang. Oh, hang on. Hawthorne. The left From the boundary. Pocket. Yeah, okay. Like... Keep uh, going, sorry. You've got another David coming yeah. in. Yeah. Um, Harry on the weekend against the Saints. Fantastic. Yep. Setterfield against Adelaide. To seal it. Seal oh, it. yes. A yes. ripper goal. Yep. There was da- a hug. The hug massive. came with that. Yeah. Daisy on the half volley, gathers against the Bulldogs, runs to 50, puts it through. Number four. Phenomenal goal. Levi on the right, running away from goal against oh, Adelaide. Oh, yes, I don't have that one. That's a great goal. Outstanding goal. Uh, Nick Newman, round one. Similar on the left, left sort of half forward pocket, gathers yes, yes. pretty hard on the boundary. Harry Mackay kicks a good set shot in that game as well. Yes. And then I would it would have been Harry's run against the Bulldogs. Oh yes. Yeah. That's the best point of the year. Yeah, correct. What have you got? Who's your Cunningham one? Oh look, my the, the fifth one that I had um Was this and, number one? Yeah, yeah. No, but the fifth one that I had was and I couldn't really split Matt Kennedy kicked a goal around the corner from a, a free kick against Frio. Right hand yes. side of screen. Yep, yes. Yep. Um, but in the last quarter, he takes a mark and he goes back from about 45, 50 and kicks a really long, confident goal. And you'd never seen, I hadn't seen that sort of confidence from Matt Kennedy. What's your Cunningham one? That's a good goal. Western Bulldogs, when we're coming home like a train, there's the ball that's the kicked snap inside in the 50. No, it drops and he oh, charges yes. through the yes. middle and the hands. It puts one. us um, a goal down. Puts not, us a no, goal down. A goal, a goal. And it was as crisp yep. and as clean. And, you, and we've all said, we love this kid. Got to get your body right. And you looked at that and you go on, that is top shelf yeah. football. Front and, and square. Me, that was our goal of the year. No, 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 no I like it. An honourable mention, which you didn't. And a lot, a lot came from that Fremantle game, but that sauce. The well, sauce set shot when Nathan Fife pushed, oh, yeah, pushed the mark five yeah. metres out and yeah. many lined up about All of a sudden he's on the boundary. He's on the boundary when he should and be he 10 metres in. Actually, Simo kicks Sim- a good I was going to say yeah. Simo kicks a good one. We're going to get runaway. Oh. Talking about goals, we'll go, we'll go through every goal we kicked and rate it. <laughs> um, our fa- favourite win of the year, mine. Um, Tolson turned on it a little bit, but just in terms of the importance of the result, the importance of turning up and performing, it's Adelaide. Yep. Number the, two for me. There'd been a big build up. It's number two for There'd me. There'd been a lot well. of talk about it. 
and it was a uh, there was a bit riding on it just in terms of pride and a developing rivalry between the yeah. two teams, and we turned up and pants them. And, yeah. and again, the round twenty three last year oh. and the turnaround re- that resulted yeah. from that absolutely pants them. That was a ripper. That's number two for me, Timbo. Who, who have you got at one? My number one was Freo. Um, yeah, that's right. and a bit and, different. You were there, and, and the caveat was I was there with a group of mates, and it was just orange blankets. <laughs> they were in front of us. <laughs> we went under the orange blanket, but yeah, it was it was just a great payoff on a weekend. It was no Paddy Cripps. Mm. It was Charlie Kuno going down the first quarter. It was finding ourselves three goals down midway through the last quarter, probably even with like ten minutes to go. Winning it, then losing it, yeah, then winning it again. And 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 look, and I I just written, you know, the way that we fought it out, the atmosphere, the contributions from Jack Silvani, who was coming back from being. Um, Dropped the previous week after the Brisbane game, they played quite well. Second half, they ran him with Fife. Yep. He pushed him. He got his own center clearances. He kicked the goal in the last quarter. Kennedy kicked his two big goals during the game. Setterfield really stood up and was probably the best game that he played to date at that stage. And then obviously the three big late goals from the veterans Simo, Daisy, and Murphy. You know they just right place, right time. Standing. And it was yep. it, it was it was a great game. Beautiful. Who you got first, Fab? Brisbane. That was yeah. my number three. Yep. It was. It's the game I broke down in. <laughs> Listening to the song with my boys and, you know, just to see them up and about listening to the song. And then, as I've told you, boy, and I've said it on pod, so I go in the car. So I have to be by myself because I just, I broke down. How, what's Brisbane's And you form? don't realise how much... They haven't lost. This, this, this That's thing, exactly right. This thing <laughs> affects you. Yeah. Well, you, we said so it you have pod. moments like that. And then to rock up Monday morning at work and give it to Pete. Well, of course, that's an element that we forget. Shout out to Pete. Yeah, and we spoke about it in the aftermath that it was a bit of a, a brief respite and a brief reward for you know Carlton fans like us and those who listen who ride the bumps and invest emotionally you know quite a lot in following the team and have not had a lot of rewards. Not the right effort. Not the right word. Sorry, rewards. Not the right word. But just had a bit of bit of a, a moment to savour and enjoy, and that was absolutely it. After, and after I teared up, I did it, start tooting the horn like Italy had won the World Cup. So it was. <laughs> But look, after Neighbors a really, really tricky week, it was a, a big moment. Uh, most improved player of the year. I'm going to go, I've mentioned it to Fab, Mr. Plough. Okay. Mr. Plough's had a super year. And for what I said before, pretty much, I mean, inconsistency of selection in the back six. He's had to be there. He's been a mainstay. He's he's batted, um, or fought, I should say, well out of his weight division on several occasions. He's been fantastic. And for me, from a tricky testing year last year to this year, he's been super. I... Look, we, we talked about the fact that we thought that he was missing in games and he was hiding. So Fabian accused him of cowardice. Yeah, but uh, and look, we, we kept on saying last year we thought that he had osteitis pubis because he couldn't run or whatever. Look, I think that's we, just his gait. Well, maybe, maybe. But we, we, look, he he's such a different footballer to what he was doing last year. It's It, it, barely, it, it doesn't compare. So yep. uh, kudos for that one. I, I wrote a few names. Um and I just keep looking Give us at one, them. Tim. No, no. And I just keep looking, and I think, nah. The standout, the guy that has taken the biggest step forward in his career this season is Harry Mackay. Ooh. You know, to take to I be. Oh, you're going to go Jack. He was number one on the list. Yeah. Um, but I, I just the more that I think about it, and from what he'd done, where he'd come from, and what he's galvanised across a full season, um, the way that he presents, the marks that he's taken, both contested and on the lead. The only flaw in his game at the moment is his set shot kicking. He's obviously the, the goal on the weekend yeah. was just you know the dot on the eye and the cross on the tee for for showing the football world exactly how much talent that he's got. 
and he's just a work in progress. And looks, he, he's yeah. just going to keep getting better. We've said it. It, it just looks groin. Yeah. It looks yep. like it's going to come out that he's going into work with surgery. Seth. Yeah, work totally. Or somebody who wants to teach him. Ben Dixon. Who you got for us? Uh, Lockie O'Brien. Yeah, he was probably yeah. too. Um, from you a guy. A line and to no, him. No, no, no. You put a, a line guy, to him, Fab. It was in HB. All right, so <laughs> it was a HB line. So he has proven me 100%. I'm happy r- to r- say r- wrong. wrong. <laughs> happy to say it. Um, I, I just didn't see the glimpses that I needed to see for him as a footballer. He's shown me... Not You're just a big glimpse, glimpse man. He, he has shown me more than glimpses. Totally. He has, in periods, he hasn't had a breakout game, but he's had periods where he's got confidence. Influence. And when he's confident, he's got his, a bit of pluck his too. weapon, his mm. kicking is amazing. He's yeah. got no right to go like front up to people like he has been, but it's great that he does. He's first on the scene, stands up for his teammates, clearly taken directive. Robert Walls, I think, spoke to it after Murphy was Murphy, felled by yep. Mumford. And as a young guy, he's really taken that on board. And no, I agree. I like it. I yeah. think he's, he's had a strong And year. a small, you know, and Levi. Like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It, look, it goes without saying. Well, my honourable mentions, and I won't go into detail, Jack Silvani, Jacob Wiedering, mm-hmm. Will Setterfield, Michael Gibbons, SPS. Love it. No, no, agree. All counts. Next category. Most disappointing of the Ooh. year. I'm going to lead off with a bomb. Adam bomb for you knobheads. Here we go. Charlie Kerner. Ooh. I get it, though. Caveat. I get it. Just down to injury. Yeah. So yeah. look, he 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 obviously had a rough uh, round two. It looks like he does his knee. Looks he like, almost did his knee three times. Looks yeah. like he carries it, carries it, carries it. He's played shockingly out of position. Has a purple patch when Tiggy takes over and kicks ten in two. Looks fantastic. And then unfortunately the season's cut short. So I've got a lot of sympathy for him um, because he wasn't allowed physically <coughs> to do what we had hoped that he would this year. Um, you know, at the start of the season he shaped as a key man, and unfortunately for reasons of injury he just wasn't quite able to do it we need him to be a 50 goal forward next Absolutely. year it's Absolutely. his fifth season in the system i said this to fab earlier we, we spoke about it off pod um i relayed a, a story that alex ferguson um on the eve of i think it was the 2006-7 english premier league season had challenged not demanded not put undue pressure but it had a, a friendly wager and a friendly bet with cristiano ronaldo that we want you to score 12 goals if you score 12 goals You've had a really good year. Your development's on track, blah, 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 blah. You've got the talent to do it. I would love for us to do something similar with Charlie and go, we don't want you to be selfish. We don't want you to lose sight of the team game, but we want two and a half goals a game from you. He's such a good kick of the footy that if we're up and going, everything works, he stays sound. How he doesn't kick 50 Mm. is actually beyond me. Totally. He's he's too capable. Was he your one or two? He was my number two. Who's your one? Sam Doherty's preseason ACL. Jesus, Timbo, the guy's done his knee. No, 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 I'm just like, for the context of the season, what was our biggest disappointment? I didn't quite know how to come at this. The very first thing that I wrote down was Jared Pickett. Yeah. Purely because the role that we're missing is speed, skill, forward pressure, and he sat there and gone, he was pick four, he's got it in spades, and he just doesn't want to work. And the reality is, the time that he probably retired, like, resigned, retired, whatever you want to call it, was probably right before we had our purple patch. He will have sat back for the last nine and ten weeks and sat there and gone, fuck, probably should have worked a little bit harder. I could be part of this. I could be a really important part of this. And so, I get where Keith you're coming Cog- from because what we'd seen from him, look, he looked the ducks nuts. He well, it was just, yeah, but, it was, but not only was it – like there's a lot of kids that show promise, yep. but what he shows and what our biggest need is, you're going, you're it. You, yeah. you are just so it. 
a couple of other things that I wrote. Um, Tom Williamson's back. Got a lot of. I went for a guy that at least played some footy. Yeah, no, no, I'll get you. <laughs> I, I just wrote in general our second yeah. half versus Hawthorne oh, and what oh. we'd shown in the first half, oh. the quality of the football, and trying to figure well, that. Trying to yeah, figure no, no. And the other one that I wrote, and obviously there was a little bit of an injury focus. Tom DeConning going down in the first mm. game against Richmond in the VFL for where he was at and what he promised. And the way that he finished his season off in the VFL, he was a guy that was ready to make an impact this season. He's just been denied the opportunity. Catailed exactly the same way as, as Charlie Kerno. Fabian? Dave Cunningham. Yep, I get it. A little bit of his own doing and a little bit not of his own doing. But um, the signs in pre-season were that this guy was just going to Burst out. We've said this. I think we said this. He did on occasion. I think we said this in preseason, though, Fab. There's not enough games from him, Tim. You know what? I think we said this, though. We said that he's a guy that strikes me. Someone just needs to get it in his head. You're good enough. Have enough confidence. You are good enough to play AFL football. You're confident to go along with that shit announcement video. That's true. When someone put that to you, how about we just do nothing for 28 minutes and then you come in and sign? You're confident to jerk us off for 28 minutes. You're confident to do that, mate. Bring that confidence onto the pitch. Well, he gets a chance this week, doesn't he? He does. He does. Always the other one that I wrote in that vein was Zach Fisher. And not that yeah. I'm disappointed in him. It's just for where he was at, for where his trajectory was at. Today, Junior. What's that? Is that Billy Madison? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I just wanted more. And he's capable of more. He's only had 16 bounces. We need more than that. Most excited for... For me, most excited about in 2020, Charlie Kerno. Yeah, makes sense. Like you sit there and go, as I said, fifth year. For all the reasons you listed him as most disappointing. We, we Spot on. We've got the, see what I've done there? A little bit of an inverse there. Flip that on itself. Um, we've got a structure now built to score goals and we've got the weapons to deliver you know, opportunity. Um, and, and he'll be fresh. He'll be raring to go. And we just got to get him through the preseason, make sure his body's right. Um, and and just get ready for him to unleash, I reckon. But he's who I'm most excited to see in 2020. Fabian? Liam Stocker. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Liam Stocker. We got some glimpses, and I like what I saw. You just like anything running around with number 13. You love Justin Davies. <laughs> Luke Blackwell. No. Mill Hannah. We love, love Mill. Um, so, yeah, no, just Liam Stocker. Love it. Liam Stocker. Timbo? Big, need a big preseason. Uh, yeah, big pre-seasons, probably the two would be Will Setterfield, Harry Mackay. I, I think yeah. they're the two guys that are really ready to launch and, and take fur, make further gains. Um, I think you can make a case, case too with, with Mackay and my, my one with Kerno with just that forward three. Oh, We didn't really get to see them. I would have loved to have seen more exposed form under Teague yeah. with that three. Like Mackay's had a great season, phenomenally ahead of where he was at. But he did a lot of it without the support yeah. of Charlie Kerno yep. and Mitch McGovern. And you're going, once he gets it, that'll help him. But the other two individually and what they're capable of with you know the talent You know what excites me about it is they've all got the ability to be dangerous one-on-one. Yep. So what we need to do is exploit that Spread. and to make sure defences have to go one-on-one. They yeah, can't and they're go not clumped together. Spot on. Um, we're going to move on now. There's a good chat about the Blues. We're going to move on now to a bit of AFL Fab. You've got the teams ready to...